Hi, this is Dave from Heroes Needed, just one of the many fine shows you can find on the Nod Network. Visit us on nerdod.com or subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or wherever else you get your favorite podcasts. Did you force yourself to watch the Sony announcement that happened the other day? <sighs> right, okay, so prepare yourself for the next, how long have we got left? Um, 45 minutes? 45 <laughs> minutes of Reg going, oh, mm. because, oh. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd OD Podcast. I'm Dan and you are... I'm Reg. And that's it. That, that was the easiest intro we've, ever, we've done in the last, what, 11 weeks, 10 weeks? Because know, we right? didn't have to worry about someone else speaking over each other because those two are nowhere to be found. I know, literally the first day the shop's open and they think, you know what, sod it, life's back as normal. Let's sod off the podcast and just enjoy all uh, life chilling out in the Cheshire Oaks queue that apparently was about two and a half hours but never mind silly silly mind. people we, we went into Chester this morning that's our local town and mm. um, we went in there because we had an appointment to go collect a load of Oliver's toys that um, Ash purchased through the um, through the lockdown period but it's like mm. a small independent store called Weasel and the Bug um, and it's, it's awesome it's full of wooden toys and it's mm. like a haven for Oliver the minute like we step through, he's just like, ooh, <laughs> just wants to like just either a destroy everything or b play with everything. It's just like yeah. those are the the two options that they've got, and no, that's it. <laughs> um, so we went after his father. Like, I, I genuinely forgot when after that. Like, yeah, I've just got a few things to pick up, and then we went to get in the car, and she brought one of the big, huge IKEA bags out, and I was like oh dear <laughs> and then it was like yeah you got this and this and this and this and i was like fuck you know that, that's a lot of stuff um but it's awesome and it's nice to support like a small independent shop as well especially at this time period so you know it makes it that little bit nicer as well but we've got a load of stuff for him to play with now so it's unfortunately being kept for for christmas um and birthdays which is something i can't do no um, no. Like, I, I don't know if what, what Dave's like um, with his kid, but I'm one of those that if I buy something, he has to have it straight away. It's not because I'm like, oh, we can't live without it. It's just like, I want to see his face right now. Yeah. So, like, um, yesterday, I went to a couple of shops yesterday to do, like, the, the normal shopping and whatnot and come across a, um, a Mickey Mouse that's got like 70 different phrases it responds to and sings and tells stories and like jumps and runs and walks and everything like and I was like oh he needs to have that so like I bought it and then realized that you can also buy a mini that goes with it and they hold hands so they've got like velcro hands and then if you say like together they'll both sing songs together and play together and run and all that sort of stuff and I was like I can't justify spending that much just for, for two of them. So he can have Mickey. And if he plays with it, then maybe at Christmas or, you know, whatever, we'll get him the mini and that's fine. Um, so we done it. And then it had been this, the, the weekend. It was like the family one. So we went to Ash's mum's and sat in the garden doing the social distancing. Hmm. Um, and then I was like, oh, while we're here, and all of us just like running around the garden like a loon, I jumped out to the car, got the the mickey and i was like what's this and he was like oh oh my god and he was like so excited <laughs> he did 
he gets like when he gets really excited he does like a really like he tenses his hands like into like fists and stuff and he's like yeah like like screams and he's dead excited and he was laughing his head off and like buzzing over it and i was just saying to like her mum his nan just going like oh yeah they're doing mini as well and like five minutes later she comes out of money and she goes can you buy him the mini for me like yeah no worries i'll get it you can have it and she was like oh yeah if you want to bring it um, next time around i was like oh right so you're like me then <laughs> he's like you, you can't buy stuff and just be like let's put this away so next time we go around i haven't unboxed it or shown him the mini yet but next time we go around i'm going to take the mickey and then he can have the mickey and the mini and all hell can break loose of course but it's amazing like when it says it walks and runs and stuff i was like yeah great but he is, literally is this what this pod has turned into I know we're like, you know, yeah, we cover like <laughs> gadgets and, and collectibles and movies and now we're, now we're on to kids' toys. Well, it's predominantly that and it's also <laughs> the fact that it's, it's me and you, mate, so I'm trying to make up this hour time. <laughs> so if I could tell like a half-hour story about Mickey Mouse, because you know, okay. nothing else has happened this week. No, nothing at all. Nothing, I mean, no, but also don't happened. think I don't see exactly what you're doing. Like we we have talked we've talked previously about your desires to go back to Disney World just go back to Florida generally I think we yes. talked about that regularly in person probably a couple <laughs> of times on the pod um, and I know your your better half is always just like will you stop stop saying we're going back to Florida look can we go somewhere else let's go anywhere else you're really really trying to build uh, Oliver into into the world's biggest Disney fan I'm guessing. Oh, it's great. So what we've started doing no choice, now, then. When, um, when like I wake up with Oliver in the morning, mm. I'll put Disney Plus and stuff on. Yeah. And even if we don't watch a film, I'll just keep on putting on loads of films so that the Walt Disney Castle, you know, Cinderella's Castle, just <laughs> make it appear at the front. I'm like, oh, see that castle? And yeah. I was like, look at this. This is in a magical place called Florida, Disney World. <laughs> so I'll show him so he knows that it's getting ingrained in his head. A bit like... Um, clockwork orange and he's just having his eyes like put up and he's like you love disney um, it's amazing if any um social workers are listening to this podcast you're yeah, like you ignore... half just ignore that <laughs> she doesn't listen it's fine um yeah ignore any of that he's joking he's he's trying to bring it back into our world into the nerd od world <laughs> by linking it into a, a cult film well done well done reg i do try i do try speaking um, of with your eyes held open uh, to force you to watch something, did you force yourself to watch the uh, little Sony announcement that happened the other day? <sighs> right, okay, so prepare yourself for the next, how long have we got left? Um, <laughs> 45 minutes? 45 minutes of Reg going, oh, hmm. because, oh. Yeah. It's, it's, and like, I know I always get excited at E3 and stuff when they do these reveals and stuff, but usually a console launch, it, it's great. You're like, oh, look, yeah, everything looks really nice. It's going to be fun. It's going to have all of like three games at launch, and yeah. none of them are going to be that great. And it's like, you know, you're going to have, if, you, if it's Xbox, you, you're guaranteed to have a, a Halo. Mm. You know, more likely you're going to have like Forza um, and Nike Gears. That those seem to be like their staples. Like you will have these because that's the iconic franchises. So people are like, oh, I need the next one. But it looks a little bit shinier on the next gen. So I'll hold fire for six months while nothing else yeah. gets released on it. When, apart from when we finish, finish going through this, can we circle back 
and uh, just briefly talk about uh, your favourite launch lineup, but not now. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, um, I, I was like, right. Okay. I'm I'm interested in what just mainly to see what the PS5 looked like because we'd already you know been teased with like the the accessories and you know there's rumors going around about what sort of games would be coming out so i was like well, we know the most but they're never showing off the actual console so i was like i'm, I'm gonna watch it i don't know if i'm gonna be able to live watch it because at the time we were doing the uh the the D podcast mm. so as a little spoiler alert for people if you're into the really nerdy stuff <laughs> Um, we are launching a brand new podcast, uh, which mm-hmm. is going to be a weekly uh, foray into our very first ever Dungeons and Dragons game. Yeah, but um, hey, just to just to backtrack there, Reg, uh, not if you're into the nerdy stuff, if you're just into blowing, entertaining, uh, listening. Because oh, in fact, it was yeah. great. <laughs> to be fair, it was genuinely it was, good. I was I was so dubious about finally starting this off. Yeah. Uh, so we, we practiced, hadn't we? And I and I wasn't really getting into it. Uh, I know you 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 know you enjoyed it because you, it was your you, you've been waiting to do it for so long. I think um, the other two guys did did as well. Doddy enjoyed being our dungeon master, but I I just could not get into it. But something happened last week when we recorded, and it just clicked, and it was so much fun. And it, I really it, hope it stays like that. Everyone it was on really it. Was. The, the, everyone had their storylines. It was a, yeah, it just, it worked. So it's, it's a good entertaining hour of your life, which I would thoroughly, um, I would thoroughly suggest you have a listen. It really was. I mean, to, to be fair to the whole thing, I, I, I did say I was seeing some of the nerdy stuff, but it's, it's not more main, mainstream than ever. Like yeah. everybody is seems to be getting involved in in either watching or playing or wanting yeah. to know about, um, and it was it was something that when we started doing the practice, I was like, ah, you know what, it's it's good, but I don't know if it's just because I listen to a lot of like you know the other D and D podcasts that I won't name <laughs> for now, um, into this that we're just not as good as that, and I think maybe that's part of the enjoyment is because they were so entertaining in it. Yeah. So I thought, ah, you know what, I, I I hope it's going to be fun and I hope it's going to be good. But if it's anything like the practice run, it's probably not going to be that great. And then literally I did the intro and I was like, right, here's my character. Here's a very mm-hmm. brief rundown on it because apparently we weren't going to be spending much time on our backgrounds. And then you just lay out this awesome character, uh, which is brilliant. That was the point. Spent a good, good amount of time on it. And I was like, amazing and then dave did his and then steve did his like oh i I never bothered doing this i'm gonna quickly do it now i was like i really want to go back and like tell my whole like like, novella (laughs) my backstory was when we start next week when we start episode two you can you can make this exact point and just say felt really bad that i didn't get to do the whole thing so i'm gonna just lay it out now before we get started yeah and that's fine i will i'm I'm happy for you to do that um but yeah i was i was and also because the fact that Nate, like said, like you said, you weren't really enjoying it. And I was like, I don't know how long this is going to last until Dan's like, yeah. oh no, I fell off the side of the boat. Oh, I, I drowned. Absolutely. And then 100%. that's it gone. And I was like, right, yeah. okay, this is going mm-hmm. to be entertaining. Then. Um, but it was it was brilliant. And I haven't enjoyed, and I don't mean this sound bad in any way, but I've not enjoyed recording anything for so long like that. Mm-hmm. I had 
such a laugh, such a joke doing it. It was just, it was phenomenal how entertaining that was. Not take any way, any of the enjoyment from this because I love no, doing it. No, no, I know exactly what you mean. I love doing the yeah. G dot pod, um, but this was just something else. And I, cool. I hope, like you, hope it remains like this the yes. entire way through because well, it's just so enjoyable. For, for everyone listening, it's called Nerd O D and D. Such so, an original um, title. Yeah, it's great, you know. Um, so yeah, go and it, we're well. Probably by the time you hear this, you'll be able to get it on iTunes and on Stitcher and on Spotify and on Google Podcasts and wherever you get your pods from, as awesome. all the adverts um, like to say. Love um, it. But yeah. Now. So yeah, so we were recording that episode. That's right. Um, when Sony when, were having their own little when episode. Sony were being so rude at the same time. To, to display the reveal of the PlayStation yeah. 5. Now, my opinion was I thought it was going to be a very similar-looking console to the PS4 because Sony don't really change much. They, yeah. just, they change a bit of the top. And I don't know. I, I feel like each of theirs has had a... Let's be fair, same, same, same with uh, Microsoft's mostly, but I feel like they've all had their own little unique look to them. Maybe yeah. a little bit square, you know. PS2 with that, it's one of those of that shelf that stuck you out. Know, you you know it's a play. If you look at the, if you, you didn't know yeah. what the next what the the PS4 was, for example, so you could look at it and be like, that's going to be mm. a PS4, like that that's the PlayStation. Yeah. And then you'd look at the Xbox and be like, yeah, that's definitely the Xbox. Yeah. Whereas the Xbox Series X, like, just that block, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, is that's just insane like i was like if they put no effort into the design now i know it's a huge cooling tower which is needed now because as we're all fully aware everybody's playstations and xboxes do sound like they're going to take off yeah especially mine mine genuinely i believe does start vibrating at the ready to yeah. take off um and it's it's insane so hopefully yeah, you know, well part of that will be the fan and part of that will be the hard disk and all sorts just spinning up won't it so that's yeah. one thing that's taken away. Apparently, you know, I'm sure we'll get to it all, but apparently, fifty percent of why the, this console can do what it can is because of the the solid state hard disk and the way that it yes. accesses information. Exactly. Um, so if you've got an, an SSD in your in your laptop or mm-hmm. PC, you're already fully aware. You turn it on and it goes, and it's yeah. it's loaded so quick. Yeah. It's, there's so many different processes but supposedly the 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 system that everything uses to access a hard disk has has like a bottleneck so Mm. there's not really much more you can get out of it the speed of that you could ramp up the speed of a hard disk but everything else is going to get in the way so they scrapped all that and they they designed it from scratch so the actual you know the processor and everything accesses that information in a totally different way than it normally would so it can do it i, I don't know what the stats are on it but a, a lot faster you know yeah multiple times faster and the, up, up until when was it thursday mm. what what all we'd really seen was i mean they showed off what what's it godfall was yeah it? a little bit of that but then we saw that um unreal engine demo mm-hmm. and granted stuff it, it looks incredible uh but this was the first then time we sort of saw that in with actual gameplay and something we're actually going to be playing in the next well in the next six seven months 
Yeah, I can't believe how quick it's it's coming around. It's yeah. it's absolutely crazy. It's the Rona, in, it? in time. Rona's yeah, it's it. happening in time for um, for the holiday season, which is awesome. Mm. Holiday. Um, it's, it's a Christmas time. Um, in, in terms of, well, it's about October time, isn't it? Really, when it's coming out, October, November. Yeah, they haven't given like an one, actual man. release date as of yet. No, um, but. That's what we're going to be looking towards, I think, around October, November time. Um, now, the reveal itself, the video, I, it lo- I lost interest straight away in this. Reason being is you cannot, and I, I mean this in the nicest way possible. You don't you, kick off. You don't kick off with fucking <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five. This is a title that was released on the PS3. Yeah. And brought it to the PS4. Mm-hmm. Now they're bringing it to the PS5. Yeah. You want people to get excited from the get-go. Don't fucking start off with the PS5. It's like, oh, guys, by the way, you're going to have all this amazing content and online is going to be free for the yeah. uh, for the PS5. Fucking who cares? It felt, it felt like uh, when I started watching it, because it was before they'd even had any sort of talking heads, you know, the, the head of Sony uh, wasn't hadn't come on the screen yet. It felt mm. like a trailer before the actual thing. Yes. Just like, oh, by the way, Grand Theft Auto is out. Oh, and it, it will be on the PS5. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case you haven't played it and bought it six times. Yeah, well, there you go. Here's the seventh time. But this is the, well. the thing. It's, it, has it ever dropped out of the top ten? I don't believe it has, mate, to be fair. Insane. Absolutely insane. That's why they don't want to make a GTA 6. They just don't need to. No, not the slightest. Not I was five, waiting five. for the whole thing to end on a... Red Dead Redemption 2, the mm. Ultimate Cowboy Horseball Edition. That's it. But that never actually came through, which is no. insane. Um, but yeah, the, the minute, uh, <laughs> but the minute that, that you know that finished, and then they start showing off like Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and stuff. Yeah, but but again, a weird weird one to then a weird order to do things. It is, but at the same time, one of the biggest exclusives and games that sold so well on the on the. P- on the PS4, true, was, and the fact Spider-Man. that it, it was the fact phenomenal. that it's so it, as it, it's come out afterwards is that it's not a fully fledged sequel. It's a you know it's it's an enhancement of the original game. It's a whole new storyline based on the original game, souped up for the PS5, but it's probably going to be you know a, th- a third of the size of the full Spider-Man game. Yeah, at least from what we're hearing. In terms of what the Lost Legacy is like for Uncharted, yeah, exactly. Um, a, a great, huge title. Still going to take about twenty to thirty hours to you know to play through all of it, with like the side missions and stuff. But yeah, it yeah. won't have the vast, obviously, map and whatnot of what um, of what Spider Man's got. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I was going to say, you know, when they started off with that, I was like, great. Um, we'll get into the, the the bigger games and the the other games in a minute. But I do want to discuss how beautiful, in my opinion, the actual PS Five does look. Yeah, I, I do like the look of it. I get I get people's criticisms of it in that it looks like a, a router or, you know, a calling tower or something like that, like a fan. But uh, I think when we see it in the flesh, I think it will it'll really sort of uh no, it really is, look, look the business. It is the biggest console out of all of them when you start looking at like the infographs and stuff. Um, right. I've, I've not seen it in comparison to like the PS four. Yeah, it, it is it is a bit bigger than the uh, the PS4. Surprisingly bigger than the uh, than the brick as well. The uh, the Xbox Series X or the fridge, right. as they're calling it. Um, it is bigger than all of them, but it's the design itself. Like Ash thinks it looks ugly, but mm-hmm. I 
I think it looks beautiful. And I think it's nice that they've gone, you know what, let's put some effort into it. Because we know yeah. everybody has, you know, their console in the living space. But this, this is where it needs to go in people's home, like in their rooms where they spend the majority of the time. They want mm. it to fit in. They want it to look nice. And they don't want it to just be like, oh, here's another box with blinky lights on. No, exactly. And I, I think be, they've done that amazing. I think the digital edition looks really nice and sleek because it's it's symmetrical. But then the disc version does look like it's just got this big bump. <laughs> so it's a little mm. bit, that's, that's a bit odd. But yeah, it, it is a nice looking console. I'll at least give them that. At I least do, it's I, not just a cube. Yeah, I just, I love the fact that it's it's the, the, the multicoloredness of it. So it's like the white that's Shadow. got the, uh, the, the whole little shell that's coming through it. Yeah. Or the, the nice little coat that the... There's uh, a, the and there's a lot of scope for them to, you know, really special editions in different designs as well to be fair. yeah but i also love the fact as well that because of the way it looks like it is now is that the the camera is going to be able to rest nicely on top of it as well <laughs> yeah. which you know when you're playing on the on the vr because they are going to be apparently releasing a vr version 2 um coming out so that, you know you're going to have the playstation vr 2 um headset at some point it's been talked about we know it's in the makings but they didn't show anything off here no. um and no, I, i'm glad they didn't if like... i'm honest yeah it's really not. This is going to be when they do their next E3 or whatever. Hopefully, they start showing it off then. Um, but but for now, uh, the fact that you you need to have the camera and the sheer volume of wires and stuff that you have with a with a, a PlayStation VR um, is is phenomenal. So the fact that you'd be able to hopefully tidy it all up around the actual console itself, mm. you know, is is going to be great. But yeah. I, I genuinely love it. and I love the little details. Like if you look closely into the white shell and stuff on the inside of it, it's actually got the the face buttons mapped into it. So like the oh, square, nice. the X, triangle, circle, uh, or cross. Sorry, not X. My yes. bad. Um, <laughs> as it's coming through, so it you know that that was amazing. Um, the fact that you know the the dual sense two pad with the haptic feedback and stuff yeah. looks beautiful. I really like the look. I I thought that immediately. You know when they announced the uh, the controllers what two months ago and there was seemed to be a lot of backlash on it but i really like the look of them yeah really I, stylish I, yeah just to first i mean it's probably the biggest change in the look since since they originally released the dual shock yeah not even well, the dual shock since they released the original playstation one pad uh, the, the one downside with the with the playstation was that it always was it was a guaranteed yeah. all that the change would be at the bottom it says like dual shock 2 dual shock 3 <laughs> yeah. um and then with the, the ps4 at least to put the touchpad on yeah just to make it look a little bit different um, yeah and then the light which is just like which 90 percent of the time is pointless unless you're using something with the camera yeah, I was gonna say that that's the only thing I'd never could quite get my head around. I just didn't remember. I was like, oh, with like Resident Evil, the light, the color of the light would it like signify your health, so you can yeah. see it. And I'm like, right, if I'm getting that absorbed into a game, I don't want to keep on going like, oh, oh shit, my light's on red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I can tell if you look at the watch on the game and stuff, but like, I don't, I don't see the point in in no. that. I never did. No, there isn't um, anyone. But yeah, I love the sleekness of this of this new pad, and I just think it looks. It looks beautiful. It's one of the. It actually made me when I seen it. I was like, because ah, it came at the end of the event. After what we're going to go through now, game wise, I was like, this is the strongest, the best launch lineup of titles that that I have seen. Like they, they went, yeah. you know what? We've kept well, you waiting, but this is the reason why we've kept launch, you waiting. 
this isn't necessarily the. I, I know what you mean in terms of. Oh yeah, but not like show off like yeah. Yeah, what, yeah, absolutely. What happened to begin with? Yes, yeah. and and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. When they announced the the Series X, did they show any games off? No. I think have they shown one? Maybe I think since. Yeah, they've they've kept games very very quiet. Yeah, they've from... done, feel I feel like they've done they've done that wrong. Like something like this, a big announcement worked brilliantly. Like a big, you know, what is it? An hour and a quarter that video that they put. Yeah, up? and it's Great. worth every single so second. many trailers. So many, and the, yeah. the beautiful thing is, it's only got if you if you take all the talking head parts into account. Yeah, there's they, not much. They literally only last and... for about 15 minutes in total mm. in that entire process. The rest is just game footage. Um, and it's impressive game footage, like very impressive. We we were talking a few weeks back um, on the pod saying that we, we know for a fact that, well, we, we had our indication that we knew the graphics overhaul wasn't going to be what we expected like yeah, we, we, well, because the yeah. PS4 and and the Xbox One uh, X are so powerful now, and the, the games look beautiful. Like sort of like you know Detroit, um, God of War, like that type of stuff. You just look at them, and you think, oh my god, that is stunning. Mm-hmm. Like, and and like even Ash was like, and Final Fantasy 15 was quite an old title. I know Square are fantastic, uh, yeah, just making things of, look of the graphics absolutely. stunning. It's like ever since the the looking. I mean, like the SNES days, always things look nice. But the PS One, when like Final Fantasy VIII, the intro came in, I just remember being just my jaw on the floor, going, "Oh my god, how can things get any better than this? This looks incredible." And then they were like, "Hey, here's nine. I was like, "Wow, like mm-hmm. you you smashing it out the park. Like gameplay graphics might not look anywhere near as nice as your fmvs but my god your fmvs are the most beautiful things you've ever ever witnessed with my eyeballs um and now i'm just like you know what i don't think that after the ps4 i don't think you could get any better and i'm happy with that no you can just focus on gameplay it's fine and then they're showing off like you know a, a couple of next gen titles and i was like see yeah literally there's no hardly any leap it looks a bit shinier you know it's probably going to run a bit quicker the you know, there's not much. And then, like you said, the Unreal trailer came out, and I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Take that back. This is going to be a game changer. And I was like, I wonder how, how many games are going to take full advantage of that um, coming through. And then they were like, hey, Reg, do you want to see what you're going to be spending the rest of your savings on? This, this, and this, and this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, I don't have savings, but thank you for thinking I did. Everything is November, Reg, it's fine. Well, I'm just hoping, you know, that work picks up so I can be like, hey, bonuses, this is going towards my PS5. Because it just, like, I've, I've, like I said, I've not sat through one of these sort of videos of a, of a, a console coming out and gone like, need that one, need that one, need that one, need that one for so many titles. Mm. Like, so many, and unexpected titles as well. I, I have only once, and that was the original Xbox that's the only console, well, only home console that I bought day one. And granted, we worked at a game shop at the time, so you sort of you're in you're in the thick of it. But yeah. I just remember being like, "Yeah, this is this is what I want to replace my Dreamcast with, or or, or you know, add to my Dreamcast." With. See, my, the sole reason I bought the Xbox, Jet Set Radio and Shenmue Two X. Shenmue Two X. Fair enough. That was literally the only yeah. thing that made me go like, "Oh, well, this can be." like smaller loading times right yeah i'll buy, buy the xbox then so i bought oh, the what you could take photos 
Yeah, I bought the Xbox with um, with Project Gotham Racing mm-hmm. and Halo, obviously, uh, to come through with, mainly just because I played the, the demo of Metropolis Street Racing on the Reincast yeah. magazine so many times with the Vauxhall car to win, like get the fastest time and you can win the, the, the game um, and some of the goodies and stuff and that car in real life. Um, and I was just like, oh, this, this is the best racing game I've ever played. And then they were like, oh, yeah, so the sequel, Project Gotham Racing, is coming out on the Xbox. And I was like, oh, right, okay, I'll, I'll get that as a, as a launch title. And at least me and Dave can, can sit off and, and play this. Um, it'll be fun. And I'll get that Halo, which is supposed to be all right as well. It took us about two weeks to open up Halo, literally out of the shrink wrap, because wow. we were literally blasting through Project Gotham Racing so much and had such a ball doing it and spending... I'd say about half our night every time, literally adding songs from the CD onto the hard drive. That's what yeah. my my Xbox hard disk was full of was Beautiful South, Bare Naked Ladies, and just random tunes to play while we play Project Gotham Racing, and just sitting off making playlists. It was incredible. Nice, um, but yeah, so that was that was my my Xbox one. I I genuinely, if there's something I'm interested in having from day one, I will try my best to get that console on day one. Hmm. But most of the time, it's uh, like with the last last games, the last um, generation. Nearly enough, ninety percent of everything coming out was just the HD remake of all the yeah. best, like his yeah. fancy graphics. So I was like, ah, oh, that, that's a bit of a letdown. But this, like, coming out of the gate straight away with some like hugely immense looking titles, and like I'm I'm for sure going to be a day one buyer, and I know I am. And I know I'll probably end up with day one purchase regrets because everyone always does. But there's there's just so much that made me go, oh, please, that that looks beautiful. That looks beautiful. So if we if we start off then, okay, go on. <laughs> I suppose. So there's, there's so so many. I'm, I'm debating about which game to actually chat about first. But I think the one that, that surprised me the most when we're talking about solid state drives. Um, Ratchet and Clank is a game series I've never really been that arsed about. No, uh, it's been. I, I was more a Jack and Dexter guy. Yeah, it was all right to just pick up and have a little rag off, but mm-hmm. I was one of them. I've been like, oh my god! But the fact that this one is genuinely go- talking about like going into different rifts, into different planets, universes, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, it's like at the the drop of a button and just literally jumping through a hoop and having a completely different landscape. Just instant. That's it. Was just phenomenal. That's what the SSD is for. That's what shows how damn good that is. The thing that we're we've sort of got this generation is uh, there's so many games that do not want to have loading screens, you know. And there's plenty that do it brilliantly. There's so many that try and be really clever with it, but it's very clear what's happening. You look at something like um, I can't remember which Mass Effect it was. I think it was the first one, um, and you get into a lift. And the lift would would take yeah. <laughs> five seconds one time. It would take twenty seconds another time. The exact same lift because it's loading whatever is coming up, and it was very clever. And Shenmue Three, how obvious is it? There's um, I'm sure most people who are listening haven't played, or if they have played it, probably haven't got that far in it. But when you're in the final uh, town in Shenmue Three, there's a section um, of this shopping street. Um, where it says the sign on the wall that says no running and as soon as you get to it 
the, the run button stops working so you can only walk but then you've also got a table that juts out so you've got to walk around this table and loop around these stairs uh just at walking pace when you're so used to running everywhere and all that's doing is loading up the next section but it's hidden kind of well but look at it now look at something like jack, um, jack and dexter look at ratchet and clank where you're actually immediately you press a button and you you know you warp to a different a different universe or whatever it's very very clever very impressive it is it's done it and it it looked really fun as well there's one of the mm. few ones i'm go like oh, i'm not really into this but that that looked really nice and yep. I, was, I was very surprised with that it looks it looked like you're playing a pixar movie and that's that's exactly you know <laughs> there's the uncanny valley when you when you try and be too realistic with your graphics but to be able to do something like that where you know that when you know when you see a pixar film it always is really cartoony people yeah and you don't fall into that it can look incredible they could do a landscape and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference but you know a person great you can tell that's a you know a cartoon and that's probably what we'll see more of i think i think more where it just looks like you're you're playing what you'd you'd see in a movie 100 percent. like i was um i was when i was watching it I, the first thing that popped into my head was I was like, oh, Pixar are going to have to step up their game now. Because <laughs> yeah. genuinely, we are, we are playing their movies now. Like, King, King, Kingdom Hearts 3 was was basically Pixar. Like, it was. It looked mm. immense. It looked so yeah, beautiful. The, when the you're playing, story like, level, story especially, stuff, you could really tell, it, yeah. Yeah, it was just like playing one of their movies. But now we've, we can surpass that. And that's that's phenomenal. Yeah. That we can it's do the, that is... It's like that... Um, what's, the, what's the game... Uh, they got announced Kia or Kira or something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether you want to move on to the next one, but that, yeah, that I had the same feeling. I looked at that and was like, "That's this is like if Studio Ghibli and Pixar got together and made a, a video game. And that looked great. That's, that's, that is my sort of game. A bit sort of Beyond Good and Evil, maybe. That sort of look to it. Yeah, really like, you, like the, you 100% got the feel it was going to be like that, didn't you? Yeah. But so also, I've seemed to have an, asp- an aspect of a uh, Pikmin in it, which was, yeah, but with all the little yeah. dudes, yeah, exactly, out. yep, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I'm glad that the the whole thing wasn't just look. Here's that franchise you love. Look at the new version of it. There was a so heck of a lot of new many stuff. titles. So but many also, new franchises. But also, they are really, I mean, quite quite sensibly going after a lot of indie games. Um, because that's, I think with downloading, um, indie games are really the thing that's taken off. You know, 10 years ago, you'd have never had a game. People would never have bought a game, like something like Firewatch. Because oh, no. Yeah. It, it wouldn't have got released on a disc. Or if you did, if they did, you probably couldn't pay more than 10, 15 quid for it because it's so short. Yet to be able to release a, you know, a game at whatever, 8 99 that you download and it's, sold millions and made made their money back 10 times over but yeah. maybe it's because they're releasing a digital edition that they felt that that was something they had to maybe show a bit more of because i think a few of those games didn't necessarily look to me like triple a stuff um but it looked really intriguing nonetheless like that um Volca- return to volcano high or whatever it's called yeah goodbye volcano high. Vol- yeah yeah that uh, that looked to me like you know any other any other console launch, they probably would have never featured something like that. But you know, for that to probably be a launch day title, 
20 quid download that that really wouldn't surprise me yeah like i i i couldn't get my head around if that's going to be a, like a visual novel or like what is it yeah be point? I, it, it was intriguing enough but it just it genuinely looked like here you're watching a cartoon here like, mm-hmm. i don't yeah. know what what it's going to be gameplay wise or anything it just looked a bit like that yeah but it looked it looked great but i think the likes of the indie titles now they are they are probably surpassing quite a lot of the triple a titles and sales yeah exactly. um, and it, it's because now the, the there's power there and there's the the unique gameplay ideas coming through it's it's nice for people to be like oh, you know what just slog through this open world title of like you know assassin's creed or red dead or gta for example like for 70 hours like i need something a bit different and they can just go on on the store and they know now that the power like you know the power of minecraft has behind the behind the world is insane and that mm. started off as a mini small indie absolutely title. yeah and there's there's so many games like that now like like you said like firewatch and that sort of stuff where people wouldn't have, have blinked an eye in the past but now there's such a huge spotlight on indie games and it helps the fact that all i'd say 90 percent of triple a sort of like producers or, or developers now are slapping microtransactions and stuff into their games mm. where like you know what I don't want to fund that anymore. Let's let's have a cheeky a cheeky look at this one. What is it? Fourteen quid? Yeah, sod it. Go on. Yeah, I'll buy that. Exactly. And and that's what they do. And it, the games are getting better and better and better. Some of them are absolutely phenomenal. And I I spent most of my time recently playing the likes of the indie titles. Uh, it's it's insane. Um, but there's there's quite a few out there as well. Like the, the only one I couldn't get my head around was that Jet. Um, you know the weird, like really far out, like spaceship game that yeah. they shown off that was the only yeah. indie one that I was like no I'm, I don't like the look of that um, but the likes of yeah, the far shore yeah the far shore that was it yeah just it's just it didn't didn't intrigue me in the slightest it just it didn't really give you poor. much of a an idea of what it's about though I suppose did it no but it was yeah, very you, dark very right. murky didn't really show off the potential it was just a bit meh mm. Um and then they go and show off the likes of a, a, a Solar Ash or something, I think it was called, um, which is the co- complete opposite, another little mini indie um, title mm-hmm. they've got coming off. Um, and it looked like, again, it might not look amazing because it is a little indie game, but it's so colourful and bright. And yeah. like, the, the gameplay ideas are thrown out look great. So I was like, yeah, that's brilliant. And Little Devil inside mm-hmm. that one. That that looked awesome. Like that genuinely looked really surprisingly good. Um so I was I was very happy with, with the indie show off. Um I was very happy with a lot of the games coming through. Um and then there was there was a load of, of titles from from developers that I never even knew were, were coming out. So they would obviously they were going on about Ratchet and Clank, um, mm. which was the um, Insomniac were like, yeah, okay, we're doing that. And then they were doing Miles Morales. So there's there's two games coming from them straight off the bat. And I was like, that's that's very impressive. Um, and then you've got that Deathloop, um, which just looked like it was going to be balls to the wall fun. And mm-hmm. um, that's from Arcane Studios, I think it was, uh, which is yeah, coming through. So there's, there's two Groundhog Day games, isn't there? Yeah. So, well, th- th- that one you can rewind time. The other one you relive the same day. It's um, Returnal, wasn't it? Yeah, Returnal. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's it. Which that looked beautiful. Mm. Like 
graphic wise it looked beautiful like the landscape coming through to that planet and every time she dies and she wakes back up again it's like a brand new like world that's coming through and like that looked gorgeous like the, the when she wakes up in the grass and you can see the flowers like booming uh, blooming and stuff it's i was like yeah that genuinely looks stunning um whereas Deathloop was just like here's carnage you want to see carnage yeah this woman's after me she's gonna try and kill me like so many times and it's yeah. just like that looks like it's gonna be so much fun like i'm well into that um nba 2k 21 really surprised me with how good and yeah like when you say uncanny valley like that's that's getting towards that level now like the realistic when, sweat yeah it's like when he's bouncing around the, the ground and stuff i was like right okay yeah this mm-hmm. looks all right and then the more it was coming through i was like oh god i thought genuinely thought that was like him i didn't expect it to be the actual title I was like that's that's surprising. And looks it just looked amazing. Like I'm not a, a basketball fan, no. game wise, but unless it's NBA Jam, that's the only one that is my jam. NBA um, Jam is your jam. It's just so good. And it's just like he's on fire from the backboard. It's just like so good and so entertaining. But mm-hmm. these realistic ones, I can't get me around. I'm not a basketball fan per se so no, games I know it's like me. give me nhl 95 i don't need nhl 2020 or whatever yeah we were um so i was going through all my old uh other consoles like the xbox one uh, the xbox and the um the 360 and stuff mm. and then the ps1 dash was like are you, are you keeping like any of the, the ps1s like what you're doing i was like nhl 2000 i was like yeah i do need to keep that and I was like, I know there's a reason I need to keep that, and I can't remember why I bought it. Oh, but the reason I bought it. it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, if you put in a certain <laughs> code, Bernic Ladies are the secret team in it. And I was like, that's why I'm keeping it. Yeah. Um, it's the same as NHL Hits, I think it is, on the PS3 uh, and the Xbox 360. Um, Rio Azuki is a, a playable character in one of the yes. teams. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> Randomly. Um, so there's, there's certain like sports titles I will have for silly things like that. Um, but I'm not usually like, I remember trying Madden out because one, uh, one of my mates is a huge Madden fan. It's the only reason he buys consoles is to, to play the Madden games. Um, and he, he literally is massively into uh, the NFL. And I remember him trying to teach me how to do it. And I was like, hey, I'll buy it so we can, we can play together. And after about five minutes of me going, uh, what's this? And then laughing at the names of the plays and stuff. He was like, yeah, we can't play this together. And like, I never touched it since. <laughs> I'm like, fair enough. <laughs> it's just like, I've got no no joy apart from it was to play with you. So there's no point in me playing that. So that's fine. Um, so yeah, that was that was a bit of a, a mad one, the NBA, but it did look beautiful. Um, the, the one that really sort of stuck at me and I'm very intrigued about is that Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah. Um, so it, I, I, I really like the, the look of it and then it sort of started to get into what the gameplay play probably is and it just I'm not sure I'm not sure it's going to be particularly fun to play to be honest it looked a bit sort of like a, a far too serious uh, Luigi's Mansion <laughs> fair enough but uh, it's one of those so I when it starts showing off the the, the Tokyo and stuff mm-hmm. When you start seeing the, the gates, yeah. I was just like, ooh. Mm. Like, it made me think that's, straight that's away. It. The atmosphere need... felt amazing to me. Yeah. Like, it looked great. It looked really good. 
And I was hoping it was going to be like a surprise. This is actually Project Zero. Like I know Nintendo now own the the exclusivity, whatever how you want to say it, for um, for Project Zero. So we won't get another one on another machine that isn't a Nintendo machine for now. Mm. Um, which is a shame. But the fact is, from the guy who created Resident Evil and the, like, the Evil Within stuff, like I'm I'm well up for that because his titles are always right. great. Oh, is it? I, d- I didn't know. Yeah, Shinji right, Mikami. Okay. Um, right. Okay. So. You know it's going to be good. Fair, but the, fair enough. There you go. It was the headless schoolgirls running at you and stuff. I was like, God, that's creepy. Um, but yeah, when it hit the first person mode and you just see the hands, I was like, um, interesting. So I want to play it before I pass the judgment, but it, it did look really nice. That was one mm. that I, I, it's on my radar to to know more about before I was like, yes, I'm having that. But it, it did look really, really tantalizing, I want to say. Um, I love the look of that. Hitman 3 looked crazy. Like, I didn't think that Hitman 2 did good enough, to be honest with you, to actually no. have a third Hitman come out. No, not at all. But, it just yeah. sank. Like, and it was a fun game to play. But the only downside with the Hitman games is that you have about four levels now, and then there's like, here's 40 missions inside these four levels. Mm-hmm. Like, here's an open world, here's like an open map to just do whatever you want to do, but you need to assassinate that guy. Do it any way you want. And, like, I had so much fun with the Hitman games doing that. But I just love a different variety of levels. Instead of just having, like, four or five, like, like maps, you know, just, yeah. just please give us, like, a, a huge title to, like, loads of different maps. Maybe just one or two missions in each one. I'm happy with that. I just want more of, of like, variety in, in scenery, so to speak. Um, but that, that looked really nice. And I think that potentially may be the, the end of, the, uh, of that franchise think from what they're trying to gear up well they're saying this is the end of this trilogy at least weren't they yeah um, but yeah um as a little aside there's a there's a way of getting hitman one for free on playstation i i i can't remember the exact specifics of it if you have a have a google um it, it'll come up people have worked it out it's there's a version there's a demo version of hitman 2 you can download and there's an expansion thing you can add into it that gives you the first the, the levels from Hitman One, so you can sort of play them within Hitman Two without leaving. Mm. Um, and it scans your hard disk to check if you own Hitman One. But if you download the Hitman One demo, it sees that and thinks, "Oh yeah, great! There you go. You've got the first level. Uh, that means you've got them all." Uh, and gives crazy. you the entirety <laughs> of the game. So yeah, go go and uh, have a look, folks. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Hitman 3 is worth having a go they are really fun to play like I said I, I got the Hitman games um, off my mate because mm. uh, he, he loves them um, so I was like yeah I will give it a go at some point because he's really excited for, to, to play them and I was like oh, at some point I'll just I'll drop in and see what it's like and then the, the choice and the way you can do stuff I was like yeah go on I'll, I'll have a, another go of this and then mm. another go of this and I was like yeah that's fun um, That the, the, there's a couple of weird titles that they're releasing that pragmata the whole weird new one from capcom where yeah. you go the, the spaceman robot yeah thing. It's, it's it's look look kojima we can do a, a weird game too yeah yeah that's that's mm. pretty much what i got from that because that yeah. was that was very crazy yeah um 
it, again, it, it did look beautiful, but it looked... That was just a cool. cut scene, though, wasn't it? Let's face oh, it. yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, the same as that, that, that Returnal, uh, again, I know we spoke about, about that looked mm. crazy, and that looked mm-hmm. nice. Um, Project Athena. Yeah. Oh, this new Square title. Like, I know I said yeah, Square to be, there had to be amazing one, stuff, but how that looked insane. Like, that looked a bit like that Unreal um, demo. Yeah. That you said it before you can you can always trust square enix to 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 just really get the most out of out of a console's graphic power they're just yeah. amazing at doing it and this is what they do from from the get-go imagine mm-hmm. what they're going to be able to do once they've like learned all about the machine and what they can actually do to grasp all the final powers out of it yeah it's it's going to be insane and I when they be. when they do then then we'll see final fantasy 16 and that's when it's really peaked yeah 100 percent. so until then at least we can play that that game stray you know yeah. that one about the cat one about the cat what well, the one, f- one of the two about the cat yeah why, just... why was it two cat games because <laughs> people like cats it was just a weird thing to show off though like stray showed nothing you're going to be able to walk around a, a tokyo or a, a town like that well it's, it's just it's the future all humans are dead and uh robots uh populate the world but um well robots and cats basically yeah it just uh, it, it just looked a bit weird like, it did it did but you know but weird. not weird enough to make me go like oh i need to play that like the cat looked crazy like a cat. Like a cat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. well done i know that sounds stupid but the fur and the whiskers and the, the, the reflections on the eyeball like it genuinely that's what i mean yeah. about the power of this console from the launch video like the reveal videos like some of the titles are just cr- like crazy good looking so i can't wait for like a few years down the line and you start getting the likes of the detroit mm-hmm. or the god of wars and you know the forza horizons that sort yeah, of stuff like absolutely it's going to kind of this going to be a wonderful generation um the, <laughs> speaking of weird ones the new one from uh from the octodad um guys that bugs oh nice. yeah 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 That's, that's weird. Absolutely, I'd, but I'd again, think. you know, a nice, nice, easy um, indie game. Which, I mean, to be fair, that that doesn't need to be a PlayStation Five game. No, not um, in And I'm sure it, it won't. It won't be. It probably be on everything. It'll probably be on PS4 or on Five. Mm. Yeah, it just looked mental. The one that I, it doesn't look great, but I can't wait to play it. Is that uh, Destruction All Stars? Yeah, absolutely. I've I've wondered why we haven't had a reboot of Destruction Derby. Um, play Wreckfest. So there's a free to play title okay. uh, on the on the PlayStation. Um, one of my one one of my mates is genuinely obsessed with the title. Like he can't go to bed at night before he has at least one Destruction map. Okay. Like, he he has to play it. Um, and he's been like that for years now. It's it's a couple of years, like at least a year or two old now. Right. Um, started off in beta or something. He launched it like early access, and then he was like, "Yeah, I want to see what it's like." But yeah, apparently, it's still free to to play it um, at the minute, and he is obsessed. But that is a destruction derby type game. But yeah, awesome. you are right. Like, uh, Psygnosis should really like step up their game and be like, "Hey, here's a new yeah. destruction derby," because they were brilliant, good fun. Like mm-hmm. just brainless so much just 
wanton carnage. Yeah, was... and to be fair, this looks like it's got some elements, but then also you've got some sort of weird on-foot melee component to it, which just yeah, seems so weird. I'm thinking that maybe your car comes back or you can steal someone else's car if your car gets destroyed and it's maybe. the last person standing. Could be. Um, but it just it looked great. It looked really entertaining. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I need one of those types of games in my life. And I, I think that, that could be it. Mm. Um, but while we're talking about old school games as well, how awesome did Oddworld Soulstorm look? It, it, it did. Again, it doesn't need to be a PlayStation 5 title. Um, but it, it's really good to see it back in its proper proper form. Yes. 100%. So it's been years since we've had an Abe game in the Odd World series. An original one, exactly. Yeah. 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 And it's it's so nice to have it back. And it I, looks I really dark. like I like 2D games with a 3D twist. I, I really like the way they do them sometimes, you know, just keep it nice and simple on a 2D plane but just, you know, give it that extra depth and and this it just looks beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Mm. But keeps all the original sort of uh, gameplay styles from Oddworld and and, uh, and you know Odyssey and Exodus, and yeah. none of none of uh, Blooming Munch's Odyssey, which was just uh, it was an absolute mess. Couldn't, couldn't oh, yeah, it's the only one I wasn't a fan of. No. Like, I love Stranger's Wrath. Stranger's, Stranger's yeah, Wrath great. Stranger's Wrath is great. I've got that on the Vita. I, I do play that every now and again. It's a really good good game. Um, but. Yeah, Munch wasn't very good. Um, and the the um, Oddworld New and Tasty was, well, I mean, it just showed that it was time to do a new one. And they've been working yeah. on this for ages, absolutely ages. They have, yeah. Well, they, they went they went indie um, in order to, to remain, mm. um, cre- get creative control and make sure they, they had that because apparently everyone wanted to take it away from them. So, like, I don't know why. Right. It's not it's not necessarily that big a franchise. <laughs> no, not the slightest anymore. But it was that looked that looked awesome. The one that I'm, I'm dubious about. So we were talking about VR before, mm. um, and they did the Astro Playroom, um, Astro's Playroom. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah. I get Bar- they need to have games that appeal to everyone, but you've got a good couple of kids games that look decent. If this isn't just a demo that you get you know, built into the console. It no is going to be preloaded into the console okay, uh, good. For, and it's going to be free to play it, um, what they were saying. But uh, the reason they're doing it apparently is to show off like the different features and all those different things you can do with the, with the VR, yeah. uh, with the, with the, the controller, set, sorry. Mm-hmm. But Astrobot um, on the, on the PSVR is yeah. such a good platformer. Yeah. I, it, I get that. The VR, that, that's, needs to be in vr and mm. seeing him not in vr now is just i'm like no it needs he needs another title to go in vr well, it was like the mario world so to speak of like playstation it was just yeah. it was so fun to play the 3d platformer like that it's great yeah i mean i remember when the um i think it was when the ps4 got announced and they they showed off that because they showed off the controller and how you you could sort with playroom of, yeah, exactly, and how you could you could suck him into the controller, and then you could shake him about, and you could hear him in the controller when you shook it, and yeah. you could fire him out at the, at the wall. So I get that. I I get that's their sort of their mascot, which didn't really take off. But at least, yeah, I can. I I mean, I I've not read anything further about it, so it's good that you've you've confirmed that it's not going to be a 
a chargeable title. Mm. Yeah. It's going to take a valuable space on that 800 gigabyte hard disk there. Uh, yeah, you're 100% going to need to, to get yeah. a brand new like, 12, 12 terabyte hard drive for the amount yeah. of titles because these are going to be huge. Uh, you've seen how big the downloads are now for the likes of you know, Warfare or Warzone, sorry, or whatever. Like, they, they take up three quarters of your fucking hard drive. Yeah, so, absolutely. Like, these titles now are going to be phenom- like, phenomenally huge. Um, like that Godfall, that, that looks amazing, but that's the sort of game that if you remember Kingdoms, uh, Kingdoms of Amalur, I think it was. Um, yeah, the name rings a bell. Yeah. Which is one of the most underrated, underappreciated titles I've, I've ever sort of played. Like, yeah. I genuinely played through that title about three or four times on the PS3. It was brilliant. It's an RPG, but it's like a hack and slashy type of RPG. Like Fable. If you think you picture Fable, yeah. but serious. Um, and just, like, like, just so much bigger and like not just in map size but the bad guys and the weapons everything was about it was just huge it was a stunning title it's been apparently the the remastering it um doing like the hd remakey glorifying it uh, for the ps4 as well um but this godfall reminded me of that Um, i think it looked real but this obviously looks just gorgeous um, but it looked it looked brilliant, but I just couldn't get the vibes of um, of Knights of Amalur out of my kingdom Kingdom of Amalur. Sorry, it was out of my um, out of my head, and it made me really want to go back and play that. And that's when I was like, "Oh, they're doing a HD remaster, right? I'll have to um, I'll have to get that instead because that looks really good." So I will be doing that. Um, Sackboy, as well, we're talking about platformers, and they, they announced that one. That's going to be a weird one. Because mm. that's that's a three D platform, the likes of the uh, the, the well, new three D Mario's and stuff. That was the other one, exactly. And great, that just made thingy Astro Boy or whatever he's called, Astro Boy, <laughs> definitely yeah. Astro Boy, definitely Astro uh, Boy, Astro Bot, just looks so poor. And like, why 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 are you showing this off in a you know a showcase event for your amazing console? But um, yeah, good. I mean, I'm I'm glad. I think. The, the little big planet games i don't think quite sold as well as they ever hoped um especially sort of you know as they went through when it got into number three i don't from what i heard that didn't sell that particularly well but they've at least got a good little mascot in the I form of sack boy so with the thing with three is after two um media molecule wanted to start dreams yeah and sony were like no you're giving us a little big planet three and yeah. they went no Give it someone else. So Sumo Digital mm-hmm. came in and went, right, we'll do three for you then. And now they've got the character. So. Yeah, and mm. that's why, obviously, that it wasn't as good as what one and two was because, mm. you know, they, and I think people knew that, and I think that's why people were like, yeah, it's 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 not great. Like me, me and the wife loved playing the little, little Big Planet games, as infuriating as they can be when you're doing it co-op together. Yeah, um, like it is so much fun, but the fact that this is now a three D one like uh, it just it takes away like you said i love the 3d the 2d games pretending to be on 3d planes like that is a great sort of platform and that's why i love like the new super mario brothers and stuff instead of like super mario worlds and that sort of stuff um but i, I, I don't know if i'm going to be sold into this to be completely honest with you no no it's it it just seems like a run-of-the-mill platformer yeah um it was media one... molecule that did um tearaway wasn't it it was see that 
because when that came out originally, it was it was Vita only, and then yep. they re-released it slightly rejigged on the PlayStation Four. You know, a couple yep. of years later, as uh, as Tearaway unfolded, and I feel like that is a brilliant, brilliant game, and I feel like that because it came out on the Vita, and then just sort of as a second dip into it on the PlayStation really got missed. Um, one hundred. You know, I didn't even realise it came out on the PS4 until we were at um, an Asda mm. um, in the middle of Wales. Yeah, and then I was like, "Oh my god!" Like in the bargain bucket for like two ninety nine or something. I was like, "How is <laughs> so that?" Good. So good. So I was like, "You will love this because yeah. all the different ways you got to do it." Exactly. To like to, for a, a game that really uses everything about the the console. You know, if you've mm. got the camera, brilliant. If you don't, it's not a problem. But it it all adds in and the controller and using the light, like. You, you, shining when you go into a dark area in it you turn the torch on and the light on your PlayStation controller comes on and then the light appears on the screen in the shape of the light yeah. of your controller it's just little touches like that it, it's so good and and looks great as well so that I would rather see that back I'd rather see yeah. another one of those than um than you know Sackboy or Astrobot definitely yeah and the fact it's not even a full-blown little big planet title it's literally just the sack boy, yeah. little big yeah. adventure. I'm like, right, okay, so it's yeah. a spin off. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, the one that was leaked massively, but no one wanted to believe the hype about it. Right. Uh, Resident Evil Eight. Yeah. So when that started off, I was like, this this looks really good, and yeah. I had a sort of like slight. Mm, I wonder if this is going to be it, just because I knew I'd heard so much about the leaks and stuff. I was like, I wonder if it's going to be that. I'm waiting for it to turn up. But they never showed anything. And then when I seen the werewolf in, I was like, oh, so they did go down that route. Mm. And then said village. So, and I was like, holy shit, it is it, Resident Evil. Okay, from from what you see of it, it links into Seven, does it? Um, only for this it's, two, two it's things. It's in the past, right? Seven. The looks of it, it looks like it's set, you know. It, I, I don't know, mate. I think it's literally mm. just set in a in a random. I suppose it could be like like the village. In fact, the yeah. <laughs> the village, the film, the village more is what <laughs> I went when really was referencing how it yeah. looks like you you think. Sorry, spoilers to a twenty year old movie, but you think that you're watching a period piece, and then turns out that they're it's modern day, and they're just you know living yeah. like the olden days. Uh, yeah, so could this be that. has this has Ethan. Uh, who was the protagonist in Seven? And um, he—that's what links those right. two together. Um, yeah. And then right at the end, Chris yes. shows up. Of course, so it definitely can't be someone. And he's like, "What?" And I was like, "Oh, what is Chris Evil?" And then it was like Resident Evil. Yeah, is 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 any of the old, like the original sort of cast or from from the first few in Seven? Um, only in DLC. Okay. In DLC, you've got a, like a free one as well. So when you complete seven, now you've got it. Um, yeah. You need to you need to complete it and play not a hero, which is the Chris Redfield so, side okay. of it. Uh, so to actually bring him into into eight, at least to even announce him straight away is is pretty big deal because it ties yeah. it a lot more into the. I think as well because people kicked off that like they only used Chris in the DLC yeah. just to be like, look, it is a Resident Evil title because mm-hmm. it. There was no reason apart from having the the title to make the money yeah. for Resident Evil 7 to be a Resident Evil game mm-hmm. at all. 
there's you know you use the herbs and stuff yeah of course you do because it's resonant but there's like the story the locations the characters the whole like the setup there's nothing about it that screams this is a resident evil it's just a an awesome and it is one of my best titles if not well obviously it won't be extremely three was out on the ps4 or that that probably is my favorite title on the ps4 um but mainly if you play it with the psvr if you play it normally it's great it is good it's very good but playing it it's an absolute showcase for the vr isn't it oh my days yeah i've i that's i think i think that's my favorite gaming experience ever is playing resident evil 7 in vr like from when i first started gaming up until now i don't think i've experienced a more immersive just like just so engrossing so amazing i don't really want to do this but i know i've got to like gaming experience it was phenomenal and if they put that into eight put the psvr into eight the vr sport which i pray they do then uh, you know what i'm i'm three thousand percent behind it yeah just amazing so i'm genuinely stoked about that so i think that was probably my my favorite oh good I think that's coming is that through. a good a good place to finish well we we haven't even mentioned the probably the biggest surprise um out of all of it and i know for most people they'll be like no really not that bothered but for fans of the Go series on. yes the fact they announced that the the beginning of it all is coming back with yeah. deep souls yeah their their re- remake so it's not even just like a yeah we're going to you know make it look a little bit fancy yeah. they're actually they've confirmed it's going to be rebuilt completely I've, from the ground up i've always found that whole that whole franchise a bit odd in that so dark souls and demon souls aren't related in storyline are they it was just no it was just a new a new game that was sort of you know i guess based on it same sort of idea it is it's it's completely if you didn't know the ins and outs of the titles at all you could literally just watch someone play and be like "Is is that demon souls or is that is that dark souls yeah because playing it, they play absolutely near enough identical. I know people are going to shoot me down now, but they genuinely do. The only one out of Soulborn's universe that's different is Bloodborne. Mm. Bloodborne completely mixes it up, and that's, in my opinion, the best one. But everyone is like, Demon Soul started it. This is the best one. Oh, my God. So like that just broke the PlayStation forums the minute that the, the shown. Like, yeah. The bird flying over, everyone's like, fuck. So I, I feel like I didn't... I, maybe I just missed it, but... I, I, I only remember the all the the excitement being um, about Dark Souls and mm. Demon Souls almost sort of passed by a little bit. I mean, clearly it didn't enough to you know it, it did well enough for them to make another game that was similar. Um, yeah. But I think it's because people learn from Demon Souls to what mm. sort of expect and what they wanted from it, and yeah. I think the people that when they made it they realised afterwards we're like oh we could have done this and they they've made a like a better version of the title yeah in dark souls fair enough uh, but 
for the elitists, so to speak, which is for yeah. the entire fan base. Um, everyone will always say Demon Souls is the best, and they released it at the end of the the PS3, mm. which was like the the mistake they made. Really, it was like, yeah, okay, look at this title; it's amazing. <laughs> it's also only coming out on the PS3. Yeah, <laughs> so like oh. so that was a, a bit of a letdown. Um, and then just finally finishing off on the PS5 reveal stuff with um, Horizon. Oh yeah, of course. Two. Yeah. Like yeah, wow! Like when you you're talking about how beautiful games can look, like that looked yeah. incredible. When I started watching it, I was like, "This, this looks just stunning." Mm. And then when you started sort of zooming up on this character and you just seen the braids, I was like, "Shit, is this Horizon 2? Yeah. And then, yeah, I, I feel like it's you know when you look at some of the first party games and something like that, especially that came out, it was a massive hit. They've had years and years where they could have gone, all right, here's, here's a second one for your PlayStation 4. But how long ago did they go, right, we're getting there now. We're about three, three, four years away from the PlayStation 5 coming out. Let's make the next one in this, uh, yeah. you know, a launch or an early title. And that's really brave of them to, to just be like, right, you know, well, let's. I'm sure they're sacrificing sales because this won't be anywhere near as many PlayStation 5 owners that couldn't go and buy no. this game. But, you know, sometimes you need a game like that. I, I did half expect some sort of God of War teaser, but I yeah, guess yeah. one or the other, you know, let's face it, a, a God of War or a Horizon, I feel like they're sort of on a on a bit of a path for, for Sony PlayStation exclusives. 100%. Mm. And if we didn't have Last of Us 2, you know, we'd have had it for this, so... Well, so yeah, the next mm-hmm. time we uh, we we talk, you'll you'll be playing the Last of Us too. Yes, hopefully, hopefully I will have had some time to play it after it comes out. But, yeah. um, there's there's okay. a couple of th- more things we need to talk about, but they'll have to wait. Um, but oh, I feel I feel yeah. like it would be much better as we've been doing this podcast. Uh, the new Star Wars uh, mm. game got announced and or officially VR, revealed. Well, not VR, but they're going to be amazing in VR. The full yeah. story yeah. and play it in VR. Save it for next week, Reg. Because we'll we'll get we'll get a couple of fellow Star Wars fans on the show for next week. We'll make sure that, that Dave and, and Sean are here. Uh, Dave especially. I know he'll have a few things to say about it. Yeah, Steve, um, we're not really yeah. asked if he comes on it or not. <laughs> Fair enough. But um it's been an interesting pod, Reg. I mean that's been an hour of just solid PlayStation tour. Yeah, apologies, yeah. but but I did stay. Prepare yourself. <laughs> 45 minutes of me waffling on about the PlayStation 5 reveal. Uh, there you go. I made all. it to an hour and ten, Reg, so well done. Thank you. Thank you Anywho, it's been fun. And then, yeah, in fact, we talked we talked about our, our D&D foray, so uh, go and listen to that, because that'll be out soon. Uh, I'm not sure when, Friday, I think, maybe. I think that might have Friday. Anyway, not important. So, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me, Reg. And thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. As always, sir. Thank you. I've been Dan. And I've been Reg. See you next time. Bye. Bye.